Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Darker, joined as always by Dave Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our returning and our new listeners. If you are new to the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher of choice and also leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it and it helps other Buccaneers fans find us. On today's episode, James, we're going to be talking about another James, James White versus Leonard Fournette, as it were. And then we have some questions in the mailbox. We're going to wrap things up with Would You Rather here on Would You Rather Wednesday. But James, let's start things off with a tweet from ESPN's Jenna Lane. Lane tweeting, quote, the Bucks are actively having conversations with Indomitian Sue and representatives for Leonard Fournette, Ryan Suckup, and Antonio Brown per sources. They aren't finished, end quote. What are your thoughts about what ESPN's resident Buccaneers reporter had to tweet? Uh, it, not surprising in the least. It's a little reassuring that they are talking to these players. Uh, obviously, you and I are big proponents of Indomitian Sue. We want him to come back. Uh, I understand bringing back Antonio Brown. I am a big supporter of bringing back Ryan Suckup, who did a phenomenal job for the Bucs last year. And I wouldn't mind having Leonard Fournette back. That's kind of the little surprise in this because I thought he priced himself out. Now we know other teams are involved. We'll get into that a little bit more into segment two, but I was honestly surprised that, you know, the, the Buccaneers are in the running for Leonard Fournette to return for 2021. Uh, I was a little surprised, honestly, as well. And, and, and so I was having this conversation with somebody a, a little while ago and it, it kind of seems to me like Leonard Fournette is basically making a decision between success and money because one of the teams he's being reportedly you know or talking to or being reportedly connected to is are the Seattle Seahawks and not for nothing but the Seattle Seahawks have an offensive line that's making Russell Wilson consider moving his career uh, and taking his talents elsewhere right so if the offensive line isn't good enough for a mobile quarterback like Russell Wilson who knows how to ad-lib and play with a weaker offensive line what is it going to do for Leonard Fournette? Uh, you know, I appreciate playoff and, and Lombardi Lenny as much as anybody else does. So don't get me wrong when I say this, but let's be real here. Leonard Fournette is not a running back that carry after carry after carry is going to make his own running space, right? He needs lanes. He needs blockers out ahead of him to make things go and to get him a lane where he can catch some speed and, and get running downhill. He doesn't do that on his own on a consistent enough basis. That spin move you saw him lay on the Green Bay Packers, one, was ugly as hell. Two, doesn't work 70% of the time in the National Football League. And three, was absolutely amazing. So all those things considered, Leonard Fournette is talking about putting himself in a situation where he's really not going to have all that much success unless he basically does a complete 180 on who he's been his entire NFL career. I don't believe he's going to, be, he's, he's going to do that, and he's doing it for the money. So uh, for me, it's an, easy, it's an easy idea for Leonard Fournette. You either want the money, bro or you want the success, you're not going to get both because too many Buccaneers leaders are taking less money to stay with the team. You're not going to get overpaid to stay with this team. So that's really kind of my most sensitive point of this entire report. Antonio Brown comes back. Ryan Suckup, I think, needs to come back. And Dominican Sue, you already know how I feel about him. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it right there. He's he's choosing between uh, team success or financial gain, and, and we are a pro 
get your money podcast. So if that's what he chooses, more power to him. But there's quarterback issues there. There's offensive line issues there. We don't know what the situation is going to be in Seattle. We know the Bears made a really strong push to get Russell Wilson. And Seattle responded by saying they're not trading him at this time. So they settle for Andy Dalton. So I think it would be an interesting choice. Now the Patriots have also gotten involved in the Leonard Fournette sweepstakes. And why not? Because Bill Belichick is trying to pay literally every football player in the entire world because he knows Brady's coming back to Foxborough and he was embarrassed last year. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But David, we're going to talk a little bit more about Leonard Fournette coming up in segment two as we dive into Leonard Fournette versus James White. But first, we have to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. And we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for quite a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all their bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Go to BuiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter to vote on the latest matchup. And remember, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED1515 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Dot com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. More running back talk coming up in segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcast segment two now. Here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, David Harrison and James Jarko talking all things Tampa Bay Buccaneers. James Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, very ESPN heavy day today, said via Twitter on Tuesday that there are several teams inquiring about running back James White, including the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they're looking into James White to reunite with Tom Brady as a pass catching type of running back, but also actively trying to bring back Leonard Fournette. Uh, we actually got a voicemail about this very discussion. So before we give our official takes, let's take a listen to this Bucks Nation member. What's up, guys? It's Timmy from Orlando. Um, I just wanted to—I just had a few comments on the uh, Leonard Fournette and James White news. Um, even though I would prefer Leonard Fournette because he's been with us for a season already, he knows the system. Um, but in regards to James White. Um, I do agree that it might be predictable sometimes. Like when Rojo's in, it's probably a run, and when James White's in, it's probably going to be a pass. But even though, even though that might be true, I feel like having James White would just be would make us even more dangerous because you already have to guard Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, possibly Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, and that just leaves so much more space for James White to just do his thing, even if they know of the past. So, and James White is obviously way more reliable than Leonard Fournette. So you don't have to worry about any little set. Um, during his thoughts, I think it's a win-win no matter what, as long as we don't overpay. 
Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think, and always go Bucks. Timmy, thank you very much for the call. It is much appreciated. And look, David, I like James White. I think he fits what the Buccaneers want to do as far as bringing in that pass catching back because we know Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette both had problems in that area, but it's not like they never caught a ball or they didn't make an impact in the passing game. My big issue with, with James White coming to town is this. You still have to draft a running back. You may wait and not take one as early because right now Keyshawn Vaughn is a complete unknown. You cannot rely on him. So if you if your running back stable is Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn, and James White, James White's career high in rushing yards for a season is 425. And that came back in 2018 when he had 94 carries. His next highest is 263, and that was on 67 carries. Other than that, he hasn't broken 200 yards in any of his other, what, four seasons, five seasons that that I'm counting here, Uh, maybe six, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so five seasons below 200 yards, two above 200 yards you can't rely on him to be the running back of this football team if something happens to ronald jones again so if i have to choose between leonard fournette and james white i'm taking leonard fournette because if ronald jones goes down you know that fournette can carry the rock yeah so it's a very it's a very interesting uh discussion right because you you have kind of three different worlds that all coexist at one time you have your opinion of james white and who he is as an NFL player, and especially as a running back with Tom Brady in an offense uh, that's running the way that Tom Brady likes an offense to run. Then you have Leonard Fournette as a standalone, kind of in a vacuum type of player. And then you have how they fit with the Buccaneers. And anybody who listened to the first segment of this episode, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this part, you also listen to that part, probably are expecting me to say I want James White over Leonard Fournette. But I actually agree with you, James, 100%. And when you look at the Buccaneers running back stable, you have the one-cut guy. You have the guy that can hit a gap and turn it into a 98-yard run if you get that gap and you get enough of a, of a hole in the defense in Ronald Jones. And when you have Leonard Fournette, you have that ability to run between the tackles, consistently pound the defense, uh, kind of hit him with those body blows, that I like to call it. James White can't do that. And, and as much as James White has been successful in the National Football League in his own right, you know, in the, in the passing game and all that stuff, that's all great. But there is a little bit to be said. We go back to the Charles Sims days of the Buccaneers offense. There is something to be said about being able to do multiple things. And this team has uh, put, a, put a high valuation on versatility. Now, that being said, you don't need an $8 million running back to run into a line of scrimmage and, and get a first down on first and one on, you know, or on, on third and one or on second and goal. What you need is an offensive line that can move the line of scrimmage and a running back that can bravely, because that's really all it really takes is, is guts to run your 200 plus pounds into a defensive line without, a, without any hesitation. And there are guys in the draft that can do that. So I would still probably take James White if it were me, because I would do so with the emphasis on, I'm going to go draft a bowling ball in the, in April. Like that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to Ronald Jones, I'm going to have James White, and they're going to be kind of 1A and 1B. James, you know I've been begging for it since Bruce Arians showed up. Let me get some two-back sets. You know what I'm saying? Let me get some two-back sets here. Keyshawn Vaughn, I think he's kind of a blend of both, like you said, a developmental piece. And then I'm going to go draft us 
a big bruiser, or I'm going to go into the free agent market and look for a big bruising guy that's looking for a one-year deal and see what I can make happen. Or I'm just going to give it to Vita Vea. You know what I mean? I don't know. But it's it's really, I could agree with both sides. Like, I see what you're saying, and I can see where you're going with that. And then you draft, you know, a Michael Carter maybe in, like, the fourth or fifth round. Or you could sign James White and then, I don't know, sign James White to a short deal. You got Rojo on a, on a good deal, Keyshawn Vaughn's a rookie. And then draft Najee Harris. He's not a bowling ball, but he's definitely stronger than Ronald Jones is at the point of attack. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that approach at all. And, of course, it, it all depends on what Leonard will or Leonard, Leonard Williams, Leonard Fournette is willing to accept from the Buccaneers as far as chasing the the success and you know what other teams, what the Patriots are offering versus what the Seahawks are offering in terms of money. If he wants to be that feature guy, he knows in Tampa what his role is. He got frustrated with that role in 2020 before coming back around and, and putting the team before his own personal success. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm not opposed to signing James White, but if they do, I I want a Najee Harris. I want a, you know, Travis Etienne at pick 32. You know, and I know people, oh God, don't draft a running back in round one. No, you, you pick number 32 is the perfect prime position to draft a running back in the first round because you get that fifth year option. Then you can move on because running backs just flat out do not get paid in the NFL in those second contracts, except for those rare occasions. And usually the team doesn't find success after those rare occasions happen. But David, mm-hmm. we have quite a few. Would you rather questions? So let's go ahead and let's knock one out before we head over to segment three. What do you say? Hey, um, this is uh, Anthony from California, longtime listener, first time caller. And uh, I have a would you rather. And it's regarding the salary cap because of everything that's going on right now. So my question is, would you rather have uh, no salary cap, meaning everyone's free to sign for however much they want, wherever they want, or would you rather have the salary cap, what it is at any given year, but it's 50% what it is now, and what it's always going to be, it's always 50% from that. But the kicker is coaches and GMs, salaries count towards the cap um this is maybe to help give an advantage to small market teams but um yeah uh, let me know what you think um i for one of the fan would love to see no salary cap um but but I, I think that would be better for the game and for fans but you know uh i'd just like to hear your thoughts on it thank you so much bye Anthony, thank you very much for the call. Hope to hear from you more and more. We always love hearing from those first-time callers. David, you want to take this one first? Yeah, sure. Appreciate the question. It's a good one, too, because really, in my mind, neither of these options are good options. So I don't really <laughs> know which one to pick. Um, I think if I had to go with it, I would say I would take the 50% increase on the salary cap, but then you have the coaching staff count against the cap as well i guess really my clarifying question would be are you talking about the entire coaching staff or are you talking about like the head coach and the coordinators because when you get into the entire coaching staff that i mean it, it presents an interesting conflict no matter really how you slice it because uh you look at the tampa bay buccaneers i mean 
I don't know that there's not a limit on coaches, you know what I mean, allowed in an organization. Uh, but if there is, the Buccaneers are definitely pushing that limit, you know what I mean? And and there are other franchises that don't have quite as many coaches. But uh, I think that the more positions you can fill, uh, the better off you are. One, for your team, you know what I mean? Uh, there, I believe there is a, such thing as too many chefs in the kitchen and, and all that stuff. But at the same time, when you're talking about the development of young talent, I think that it's important to be able to get – uh, people opportunities as much as possible as they deserve them. So I would probably go that route. Although I like the way the NFL does it right now, to be honest with you. I think they do it the right way right now, but if I'm choosing between these two options, I think I'm going to lean no salary cap. I realize that this could get into a baseball situation where all the money is being spent by Los Angeles, New York, Boston, uh, of course, in the NFL, Dallas with Jerry Jones down there. But it would be interesting to see how players react to these places like Florida, like Texas, that don't have any uh, state income tax versus places like New York and Boston and Los Angeles, because those teams will spend money all day long. But is the player going to take a little bit more? to uh to play in a place that doesn't have the state income tax i'll just just for the sake of argument i'll take the no salary cap because i think it'd be very interesting to see how that plays out that'd be crazy i mean for the for the record i think that one of the reasons the nfl has the best parity among professional sports is because in part anyway because of their salary cap structure uh so i i vote to keep it if that's a third option uh but very good question from you we've got a couple of, of would you rathers coming up here in segment three before we do that, though, we need to share with you a message from our friends over at BetOnline.ag because BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's NBA, March Madness, hockey is in full swing, you've got baseball coming right around the corner, and they've even got you covered for awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all your new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just hit the website using your computer or your mobile device. Sign up today. When you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus to that first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping things up here on a Would You Rather Wednesday here on the Locked On Bucks podcast and. Wednesdays on Locked On NFL, you can take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises. Tony Wiggins and James Rapine are joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance in 2020, or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in 2021? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. And David, we're going to close things out with a couple more Would You Rather Wednesday questions. I love the response this week. We, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping we got some more good ones because Anthony brought it. That was a fun question. Hey, this is Thomas in St. Pete. I have a Would You Rather Wednesday question for you guys. Would you rather have Ryan Suckup Antonio Brown or test our market in the free agency on another kicker. Uh, personally, I would take Ryan Suckup, um, but that's just because he's been so clutch for us lately. Um, just wondering your guys' thoughts. Thanks. Thomas, thank you very much for the call. Uh, David, again, I will defer to you to answer, uh, answer this one first. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, Ryan, suck up. Listen, the, the kicking game is is nothing to play with, and uh, this franchise knows better than a lot of them that uh, when, when you have a good kicker, you need to keep them in-house, right? Let's learn from the sins of our predecessors and not let another good one get away. And listen, Ryan Suckup could come back next year and, and you know, knock on wood, he get injured or he just kind of lose his mojo. It, it, it does happen, you know what I mean, from time to time. So you want to bring in a camp leg, maybe an undrafted free agent type of guy, something like that, just to bring a little bit of competition into the room. But at the end of the day, when you got a good kicker, you need to keep hold of him. Look, the Atlanta Falcons almost made the mistake of letting young Waku hit free agency. And as much as that team, struggled last year and didn't hold on to to leads and everything young way uh was not a reason for that and at least they had a kicker they knew that when they when they sent him out on the field they could rely on him more times than not uh to do his job so i'm keeping ryan suck up uh if if i had to choose between you know uh the the unknown or what i know i'm keeping suck up in-house yeah given the choice between the three i will also keep ryan suck up antonio brown is a luxury not a necessity Ryan Suckup is 100% a necessity, and you start playing with the free agent market. That's what happened with Matt Bryant all those years ago. They let him walk. They're like, oh, we'll just grab another kicker in free agency, and it was a decade of just misery at the kicker position. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Ryan Suckup unless Pat McAfee will also continue to do his podcast and his YouTube show as the kicker of the Buccaneers, because the content that we could get off of that, David, would be next level. Let's go ahead and get to the final would you rather question of the week. What's up, guys? It's uh, Timmy from Orlando here. Um, I thought this would be an interesting would you rather. Um, so the Super Bowl is not a guarantee uh, making it uh, rather than winning it. Um, but would you rather have Fitzmagic for a whole season? Like the way he performs in the first two weeks, if he played like that the whole season, or have Tom Brady and all that he's provided so far. But yet again, the Super Bowl is not a guarantee. But which season do you think uh, you guys would choose? I I thought that would be a pretty interesting conversation. Um, as I always, love the show and take care. It's Timmy to call. Thanks, Timmy. Appreciate the uh, the second voicemail there. And all right, David, I, I just want to confer with you before we answer this. The way I am hearing this question, we mm-hmm. can have Tom Brady and, mm-hmm. and everything that he brings to this team, everything that we saw in 2020. Again, Super Bowl is not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Or we can take Ryan Fitzpatrick's first two weeks from a few years ago when he just absolutely dominated, beats the Saints, blows out the Eagles, and we can extrapolate that performance over a full 16-game season. Is that what you heard? Yeah. Uh, so basically you're asking about styles. You know what I mean? That's really what you're asking about. And before I answer that, I want to make that very clear that we're not talking about would you actually want Tom Brady versus Ryan Fitzpatrick on? If you get peak Ryan Fitzpatrick and all the personality that comes with him for 16 weeks and then into the playoffs, even though you're not guaranteed a Super Bowl, granted, or do you want the cool, calm, collected – professional you know what i mean with the with the i call them the ding teeth right so when they smile you hear the ding right um and i want i want the style man i want the fun i want i want the open shirt i want deshaun jackson's chain around ryan fitzpatrick's neck so i mean if you can get if you can get fitz magic for 16 weeks plus into the playoffs i'm taking that style over the cool calm collected guy uh 10 to 10 out of 10 man although i loved swaggy fitzpatrick uh, you know, as you described with the, the chest hair hanging out, the Deshaun jacket, the chain, all that. Um, 
avocado tequila Brady is next level. So I will hedge my bets and I will take Tom Brady and hope that we get (laughs) another Lombardi toss from one boat to another as he is ever so gently guided through the media by, uh, was it Ryan Griffin that that threw him through? Yeah. Yeah. Just epic. I'll take playing that support role, man. That's what they do. Yeah, I mean, if Avocado Tom is what we get all 16 weeks and in the postseason, that's I would I would probably enjoy that too. But I don't think that's what that's what that's unfortunately not what you're getting, James. I know we got to get out of here, but before we do, we've been talking about these ratings and reviews for quite some time, and I want to go ahead and give a shout out to some of these. So we've actually been getting some five star reviews here on Apple. So I'm going to read one real quick before we get out of here. This one from uh, username Buco Time which is interesting, and he writes, or she, I suppose, great show for fans. If you want to feel like you're hanging with your buddies talking ball, David and James absolutely deliver. So that's one of our recent five-star reviews there on Apple. So we appreciate that review, and we will uh, continue to do that, I suppose, as we go through the offseason. Absolutely love that. It's much appreciated, and that's the kind of atmosphere we want to bring to the Locked On Bucks podcast. We come to you guys five days a week. It's you know nearly three hours of content a week, so – you know, much appreciated. Keep those five-star reviews rolling in, but we have to get out of here. So please check out everything going on over at bucksnation.com. We have your free agency tracker up today. As you're listening to this, tracking all the latest free agency news, make sure that you are sending us your, would you rather questions to 813-444-5841 or locked on bucks podcast at gmail.com. Also answer our question of the week. What is the worst free agent signing in Buccaneers history? Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Final thing before we get out of here, just a little tease. We have a massive guest coming up on tomorrow's episode. You do not want to miss it. Hope everyone has an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.